Welcome everybody, welcome everybody, welcome to our latest, newest, freshest episode, um, we're on episode number? We're on episode number 8 today. Damn, special episode today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I feel yeah. like we've been having quite a few special episodes. Ah. Um, but yes, guys, welcome to Ignorant Millennials. Do you remember, this is the show that all young people that care about South Africa need to be on. <coughs> mm-hmm. Our platform is for you to engage with us, mm-hmm. be part of our conversation. We love all the... the People have been sharing a lot with, yeah. uh, with yeah. us. And obviously, let me not be rude to our guest, <laughs> special guest on the show. What's up, man? What's up, what's up, guys? This is a big show we're bringing you on, right? The pressure. The pressure. The pressure. The pressure. <laughs> but yeah, um, guys, today we're going to discuss the upcoming elections. Yeah. Um, like, you know, the year has started off on that note yeah. of being an election year. Yeah. yeah. And now it's only a few days away. How are you guys yeah. feeling? Ooh. I'm excited, man. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see who's going to win. I think... Uh, Which is obvious. <laughs> you guys don't think is it's it, obvious? Is it really? I you mean, don't like, think it's obvious? It is obvious. We all know. Yeah. But I feel like this is one exciting election. I mean, like, yeah. you know who's going to win, but mm. the margins, the margins are more important. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I definitely feel like this is the one year where it's not as obvious as we've always thought. Okay. Like, I think a bigger portion of the people voting now, because remember, we are having now people, or rather a younger generation, yeah. who's never voted before. <clears throat> so yeah. we're going to hear another voice into what our country has been seen, who they want, who they want to lead us. Yeah. Um, but who do you guys think the young people are going to be, like, siding with? It's funny yeah. how you ask that, because... Like, you guys had a poll on Twitter. Yeah. And, you know, Twitter's for young people. Yep. It's for ah. the ignorant millennials. But it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, like, I was expecting a certain party to be ahead. Mm. But surprisingly... Which party's that? EFF. I mean, like, EFF is for the young and vibrant youth. Yeah. You know, like, you expect the, like, the, the youth to be siding with EFF. Because yeah. the thing is, you know, ANC is more like yeah. the older people, yeah. they're more gullible yes. to what ANC has to yeah. say <laughs> and stuff. So I was expecting EFF to be leading in those polls. But surprisingly, ANC was leading in those polls. So why do you why, why do guys <clears> think <throat> ANC actually led? Because I don't know. Like, this is what I we was, think. We saw the results, saw, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Why? Or why as to why? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I mean, mm. for me, like I, I, I look at it, the results, and like there's a couple of things. Like, I, I was watching on the news. Like, mm. they have this, uh, like millennials, like one freeze where they ask yeah. them, like, yeah, which party they're gonna vote for, mm. or whatever. So it's on a specific news channel here. So what I saw there is that like, for. A person born a millennial specifically. Mm, yes. What can you say for yourself 
the ANC has done for you. Like you can say, this is what the ANC has done for me. If you're a millennial, yeah. bear in mind a millennial is somebody born between 1980 to uh, early 2000. Yeah. So what can they say? Like, cause that when I looked at that, I was like, mm. okay, cause I I personally couldn't say there's anything that I can say. Yo, this is what has been done. So you feel like you haven't felt the the, the impact or the role the NC has played onto like typical millennials as such. Not a because I think for me, right, when it comes to the ANC in particular, so yeah. we all know that they have a youth league. Yes. Right? Yeah. But I mean, when last did you hear about what the youth league is doing? And to your point, right, and I don't know, do you guys know if the others do have youth. dedicated youth leagues? No, I haven't heard of dedicated youth leagues from other parties. Mm. So, by the way, I grew up in an... Okay, yeah. Sorry. I grew up in an ANC household, so I basically know the structures within the ANC. Mm. And regarding what you just said now about the ANC Youth League, it hasn't been active. Yeah. I mean, like, they have old people in the youth and league. And that's an issue. And that's a big issue. Also, what do they regard as youth? Like, it's up to, like, 30... 35. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, the other parties do have. Uh, so, they kind of structure. So, I know with DA, it's called mm. um, the Student Organization. They do so. And as no, well. But so that's, that's, they, no, but that's... No, 100%. Yeah. 100% university. that they're not youth, 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 yeah. youth league. But if you really look at it, well, especially if you look at it in terms of a party like the EFF, yeah. it is a young party. party yeah. So, it is the youth led by the youth. So... How do you form a youth league for a party that is led by, by people these, with the youth? Yeah. So as well, so they, in terms of the driving of, because the youth league remembers to encourage the youth to vote yeah. and whatever is to get get the youth vote. Mm. So now, if you look at it in terms of elections, if across all parties, as much as much as one would say the NC Youth League has died, they've been focusing on your SRCs and your student oh, yeah. bodies oh, yeah. as a driver. To actually uh, for change and for to get people to become aware of that party and to get them to vote. But is been... is that even working though? Because I mean, like to to your point earlier, yeah. you were so, you, had, you had a certain expectation of who'd lead in the polls. Yeah, right? and I mean, clearly to your point, then Kat, if we're saying that the youth league of the ANC took the approach of going into universities and and whatnot as their strategy of reaching or connecting with the youth then clearly hasn't worked if the overwhelming sentiment is that the EFF are the ones who've been able to connect with the youth, right? So, I mean, when you say you expected the EFF to, to, to be ahead when it comes to the youth, is it based on your personal experience as a youth yourself or what you've seen them do that does connect with the youth? And if so, what are those things? Okay, um, the reason as to why I was saying EFF, I was expecting... Like, EFF is basically ran by a young and vibrant youth. If you look like, if you look at Malima and... What's that other Jersey. guy? The People's mm. Bay. Like, it's the youth basically running it. And, you know, our main concern as the youth is the fact that ANC, if you look at the parliament, for example, the members of parliament, mm. the ministers... Everyone 
basically old people. Where is the representation of the youth? That was our biggest cry. If you follow what we've been complaining about as the youth, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's also the issue. Like, that's why I was actually surprised because the ANC isn't really focused on the youth. Okay. Per se. Like, I don't think the ANC has focused on the youth. And at the time where I think maybe the, the ANC Youth League was really in the majority spotlight was, from what I recall, in Julius's yeah. um, reign or mm. time at, at, in charge of it. So, I mean, so how much of it can, can we attribute to him as a person, his ability to connect with younger people? Because, I mean, when he was in charge of the Youth League in the ANC, it was, a, it was very popular. He was very outspoken. And he left and he took that energy elsewhere. And that's where you see the youth gravitating towards. Yeah. Right. And if we think about the man, what the manifestos are based on, right? So some of the stuff I saw, I think the ANC, it's largely on unemployment, mm-hmm. which is the worst in the world, right? Um, DA, it's on the corruption in government. And then at the EFF, it was the land. The land. And you, you, when you, mm. you speak about those manifestos, they're basically circling around the ANC. Okay. Right? ANC has basically, has implicitly rebranded itself. Okay. You look at the Zuma era and you mm. look at Sil era. What's been happening right now out there? Like, they, they say, okay, fine, we understand what we did in the past. Mm. Quote, Zuma era. They say, okay, fine, there was corruption. Give us a chance. We are no longer, we're going to deal with corruption. You okay. look at all the state capture inquiries, mm. they're dealing with corruption. But were those, those were not implemented by the, a, well, they were not the ANC's idea. No, but they should. It was, if you remember, it was uh, the EFF who called for a state uh, capture inquiry but, as well, um, also through one of the recommendations of the public protector. So it was not really an ANC. But you must remember, recommendation. even before. So if it's, it's like you're caught red-handed cheating, and your wife says, if you want to make things right, this is what you have to do. So, so now, now we, you, we you can't doing, like celebrate you for doing what you No, you can't. Like, I'm not saying, I'm like, but you cannot claim it as yeah. yours. yours. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but the thing is, think about it, Kate. Like, when was it? Like, the EFF has been calling for the state capture inquiry. If, like, I think a good two years ago, this yeah. thing has been there. It's just that it was not acted upon. Only now they're acting upon it. But I mean, then what's what's the point of a government? What's the point of policy in whatever context if the implementation is not there, right? Yeah, I can write you the best set of rules of like how you plan to govern the country, and that goes for all the parties. Mm. But if there's no implementation of any of that, then how much can we celebrate those people? If you don't see it coming through. So land mm-hmm. has been like one of the biggest topics in like the past two to three years. Um, between So that's a very big issue in the context of South Africa. Yeah. And who brought that into the scene for discussion? The, um, the, 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 the young and vibrant youth. The young I mean like youth. through the EFF. Through the EFF. Right. Yeah. Right. But the thing but is now who... Is acting as if you know what we heard you guys. We're going to do it. What are they going to do? Like they say, they're talking about land, like the land compensation 
thingy that, that they've been talking about recently. What is it? What is it? So, um, okay, there's, there's three major parties, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, there's the ANC, there's the DA, and there's the EFF, right? So you seem to be more knowledgeable about the ANC. So mm. I would like to ask you, so what is the ANC's uh, position on land? What is it? Is it the same as the, that of the EFF? Mm. It's a tough one. It's not really. It's not the same. Like uh, the ANC's approach is more. It's more of a peaceful approach. We want land for each and everyone. Everyone must be included, mm-hmm. whatsoever. But mm-hmm. the like with the EFF's mandate regarding land, they they going like they harsh on it. They want the landers in now. The thing is with ANC, mm. there's a transition that we must follow. There's this that we must follow. There's no, legislation 100%. and stuff. So mm. as far as I've been following politics, yeah. even with the EFF, that's why even the, there was a table, a motion tabled in parliament. There's mm. a process. There's no way. They, nobody's calling for land grabs. No party at mm. all. Like, no party at all. Well, they, we know the DA is not pro uh, land, land without compensation. Don't so, you guys think that that polarizing view that they have we might see that in the results. Yeah. I mean, if the whole nation, regardless of the mechanism they use, but yeah. if everyone is, is, is reached consensus of, listen, we need to redistribute the land in the country because mm-hmm. the majority Jew. sits without. And if they are saying, to your point now, they don't want that at all. So not like in a different way or like to your point with transition. Mm. Do you guys feel like the DA is able to speak to our demographic? Do you guys think they can they relate to them? So we recently discussed uh, an article where Musi Maimane was yeah. asking um, young black professionals <laughs> to, to vote, to vote for, him. for him, to vote for the DA. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think he's connecting? Because from what I've seen, I think it's not there. Like, sorry. I don't feel it, yeah. I, I actually read that article. You know, like high level, um, I think I tagged you guys on Twitter. I was like, what the hell is he saying? Yeah. You no, know, because he's like, no, um, we can't have this culture of black tags going on. But when you read the article, mm. and then you read, like when you read it, you realize it's generic. It's like, no, we need more jobs in each and every household. That's mm. what all the other parties are saying. I mean, like <laughs> unemployment. Every other party is saying the same thing. So basically, the EF, like the ANC, you basically like the ANC or the EFF. They also trying to decrease the black text uh, is stigma. It's the government's job to create uh, jobs. Let me ask you guys. It's government's job to look after the economy. Yeah. And a significant part of that, where it needs to be stimulated, is through jobs. Jobs. I mean, yeah. We have the highest and worst level of unemployment, mm. not on the continent, yeah. but no. in the world, the world right? Yeah. So, and the government has the ability and access to resources to at least encourage as many jobs as possible. That's why you'll see SME funds, because another issue that we might not be considering, a big portion of where the solution to unemployment is gonna come from, mm-hmm. is not from you, new direct jobs that exist now mm-hmm. but it's going to be from the funding of new businesses, businesses that yeah. are going to create more opportunities mm-hmm. because you can only have so many existing occupations now and in addition to that a big problem that it always seems important during budget speeches but it almost disappears when it comes to election time is education 
Yeah. Right. So you're going to have all these jobs coming up. You're going to have all these new companies. The fourth industrial revolution mm-hmm. is a big term. But are the people empowered? Are they educated? Are they skilled? And if not, are the structures there to actually impart all that skills and knowledge? I hear you. And uh, maybe, David, mm-hmm. you can answer this. But to my understanding, in terms of government already creating yeah. a conducive environment for, in terms of financing, uh, there's already a number of inst- government institutions where you can get finance for businesses. Yes. Yeah. So that's True. there. So True. then there's already, for employing youth, uh, they get, they get a, a tax break companies. Are you right? saying the government doesn't need so to... What I'm saying is, look to what, else, what else can the government do? Those, those, those structures already exist. Because mm. I want to know, I might be, is this basically an empty promise from all these parties? Because those structures already exist. If with these already structures that already exist, what more is, are you... But I'm confused. Are you, are you saying that it is not the government's responsibility? Or are you saying that they actually are not able to anyway? And the promise is empty because... Yeah. Yeah. It's not possible. What more can be done? Because all these structures, mm. what you have said, exist. So that's think? what I want but to do. But I feel like the biggest problem mm. is knowledge. Like, okay. there's not a lot of people that know about these government structures. That's why, like, with the whatever party is in power, they need to make sure that people know about these things. They can't just be talking about, we're going to give you jobs, we're going to give you jobs. Yes. Not knowing, like the people are expecting jobs, but they don't know that's how the government... That's literally the expectation that's exactly. there. So like, that's the thing. The like, government is going owes to us jobs. jobs. And to some extent, that is what, to your point of the knowledge, that's the message that they receive. Exactly. So we have to talk about the entitlement exactly. of people our age and generation mm. in any parts of the, the country. And at some point, you have to acknowledge that there's only so much that the government is going to, to do. do. They mean, should they have the responsibility, but there's only so much. I mean, like, you know, I lo- what thing I love about this show mm. is that you're talking about two millennials. Yes. You might find that 80% of those millennials you're talking to mm. didn't even know government can provide funding. Yes. You know, there's a lot of brilliant ideas out there you know, like we, this is a conversation for another. There's a lot of brilliant ideas, just that people don't know who's going to pay for their next break. So I feel like if government can implement, the policies are there, but how they are ran is the problem. The skills to run those policies is a problem. And that's why even with, when I say ANC is rebranding, they're making it seem like, you know, we're going to get the right people to do these things. We're going to get the right people, even in com- when it comes to tenderpreneurs and whatsoever. So- I hear what you're saying, but if you're saying, for example, the ANC is rebranding, I'm like, how? When they have people who have already been accused of this corruption <laughs> and they're there in the, like, the candidate list and the MP list, what, is, what rebranding is that? Like, you t- what rebranding are you talking about? Do you still have any confidence in the ANC? Myself? Yeah. Nah. Nah. <clears throat> you, 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 you have to, you can't keep repeating the same thing and expecting yeah. a different result yeah it's to be 25 years now like i feel like for 25 years there should be a whole lot more that we should be better off than but where we are right Kat, now. if i may ask what do you think the biggest problem of the anc is what do i think mm. corruption exactly i mean like if we can okay fine that's the only problem service delivery everything is fine but okay but fine corruption impacts yeah service delivery, delivery my bad 
So you think corruption is the biggest issue? Yes. So if they can sort that out, you'd be happy? You think service de- like everything would be fine? Yeah, they can sort it out without being in power. But I mean, if you feel like corruption is like the biggest issue, the DA is running on um, corruption as being one of the main things they're focusing on. Yeah. Does that then drive your confidence to them? So the or, DA are mm. always judged as by they have a, a, a province which they're running. Mm. I always say, what have you done for that province? What have you done for the black people in that province? And yeah, and like, I think they've what, done a lot of good things in that province. But I mean, if you go to the more, if you go to like the townships and areas where most of the poor people in the province are, it's 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 horrible. It's it's bad. So in like sense, so, I mean, to what extent can can we really commend them? I mean, if you go to Cape Town and you say, "Hey guys, I've kept Cape Town um, clean," there wasn't much dirt to get rid of. The gap right? between the village. gap, it's, 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 it's shocking. It's so shocking. that's very so. As we say, like mm. South Africa, a large percentage of South Africa. I think it's about like 70% or whatever is living in poverty. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying the DA has not done anything for the poverty stricken people in Western Cape, so that means they've not done anything to the whole of Western Cape because the large demographic mm. of our country is in poverty. So that means they've just enriched whoever, their upper middle class and, and so forth. So that would not speak to me. Yeah. That would surely not speak to my relatives and my brothers and sisters, nobody. So can I, so which party speaks to you? Which party do you think is the solution for everything that's happening in South Africa? Nah, there's no such thing. Not there, for everything. There's, there's, yeah. You have to fix like the little errors here and there. And that's what I think, the, I think the role of an opposition party, it, mm. it's so big and moving or rather correcting the the actions of the, the the ruling party because if you talk to people now right there's a number there's the two main opposition parties we've discussed today right mm-hmm. being the DA and the EFF. EFF yeah but so many people are scared of voting for something that they haven't before because now the mindset is like yo I'm not gonna pick uh, the EFF because yo Julia is crazy oh, I'm not gonna yeah. vote for the DA because of your the past. The past, right. Yeah. Which, which is all fair, but I think it doesn't come with the consideration that you need to almost use those opposition parties mm-hmm. as vehicles for you to speak, speak to these guys, right? And tell them, guys, wake up. To your point, the whole state capture thing happened, right? Mm. There are people that are still sitting in their original government roles. Mm-hmm. Where is the leadership there? Do you feel like Cyril's a strong leader? I can't comment on that because, you know, I feel like the one year in which he's been a leader, mm. he's been confined. I mean, like, it's not really his party. He's just, take, he's just taken over. So for us to see if he's a good leader, we'll only see it after this election. He's, he's been in charge for a year, and you're acknowledging that it's not his party. If I can go to, to the depth yeah. of the whole thing, I mean, like, Cyril... And also, would that have the consideration of our platform, mm-hmm. right? And what they see and what they witness and what they experience on a day-to-day. Mm-mm. Yeah. 
I mean, like the guy has been confined. Like what I mean by mm. being confined, I mean like there's certain members that he still has as ministers as whatever. I mean like well, when he told us his like his new cabinet, like when he told us about his new cabinet, mm. a lot of members were like, "What the hell, dude? I mean, weren't you supposed to make a change? We're expecting you to make a change." But from what I heard was like there was like from what I heard. The thing was to keep the party close. I mean, like, there's certain people you don't want to let go of as in now because you're trying to make sure the party is stable. I mean, like, you must remember, they just got off their, like, when they were voting between NDZ and um, Cyril. Like, the party... Still, yeah, it's still very much split. It was still Mm -hmm. split. But the thing is, what you need to do is to show a united front. Like, you need to make sure, okay, fine. Before we go into war, like, is our household in order? But the thing is, like, now, after us giving him, saying, okay, fine. But by us, I'm not saying I'm going to vote for, I'm just, I just know, like, how the, the results are going to be. Yes. We're giving him the power. We're giving him the platform. Dude, run the ship. It's yours. Really? Let's see mm. if you can do... There are rumors around. that he might not make it, though, to turn. Nah, I don't, um, I don't think so. So, I actually disagree with Danny in terms of he's only been in leadership for one year. So from my understanding, Cyril Ramaphosa has been deputy president of the ANC mm-hmm. uh, from when was that? To 2012, yeah. right? Yeah. That was then. Mm. So if you're deputy president of the ANC mm. and of the country, are you mm. not a leader? So you're saying we should what hold him, he, we should hold we should him more yeah. accountable yes. than what did, it is what did now. Because mm. I've been watching state capture commissions, did he say anything about the corruption? From what I hear, nothing. Mm. From what I've seen in the area. Yeah. So... If we're gonna judge somebody on leadership and saying they have a clean image, <laughs> we so can't if, just if, look if, at like if the, you the say you're gonna period. clean up corruption, there must be evidence of your cleaning up from your past. Not not now that you're in power and it's election time and yeah. you're seeing shit or whatever. No, you must you must have started the cleanup from there. You would have, you should have been vocal and be like, yo. Mm. So we can even have faith in that yes, you can actually do it. Yes. But I mean, now obviously our platform is has listened to us share our views, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's going to be a very big and important decision that they may come 8th of May. So, I mean, yeah. when it comes to... What, what do you think it's important to consider when deciding who to vote for? I think uh, we need to consider the future of the country. Um, but, like, going back to your mm. point, I like what you said about opposition parties. Mm. Like, you know, you, you, you guys are right. I mean, like... A lot of these opposition parties, like what's been happening, a lot of things are happening. What the government is implementing is through the opposition parties because the, gov- mm-hmm. the opposition parties are basically the ones keeping them on their toes. So that's very important. I mean, like you need to consider such things. Who's going to keep your party on their toes? I mean, like we do know the outcome of the results normally. Okay. Like, I mean, like it's not always going to be like this because, mm-hmm. you know, like a big margin of the vote comes from people from certain ages and stuff but like more like as the youth we need to be powerful we need to consider like there's a lot to consider i can't really go into detail whatsoever but i feel like consider the future of the country i mean like yeah you so first things first so what has any of those uh, three or whatever or these 48 parties what has each of them done for you because you don't have to be in leadership, they has to. Be, uh, they don't have to be in government. In government to actually have done something. I think we've seen that with small parties like the EFF or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, 
what have they done? What mm. resonates with you? What is your vision for your future in South Africa? Mm. Which party speaks to that vision for yourself that you have in future? So you need to also consider that. And obviously you need to consider your kids. And you need to consider how, how would we be able to hold this party accountable if mm. two years they've not delivered on any of the things? Mm. Which party can we? And, and so forth. Because... I would, um, without not sounding like I'm against the ANC, but mm-hmm. like we've 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 tried to hold the ANC accountable, but we've failed so many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that as well. So yeah. there's a lot of things like one needs to consider. But I'm actually generally with the disruptions and protests that are happening now. I'm actually yeah. nervous about the elections. The yeah. elections themselves. So I mean, <laughs> I think it goes without saying that. Corruption is yeah. one thing that is really yeah. eating away at, yeah. at where our country could be yeah, right yeah, now. True. Um, but in addition to that, I think we need to look at someone who we strongly feel like is going to really address the unemployment issue. Yeah. In whatever way that they do it, it's a big issue. We were in a recession, um, at least like a technical one, yeah. um, in the beginning of last year, the first half of last year. We can't keep on like suffering like that. We also need to consider education. Um, our we are in our twenties now. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been in this, the schooling system for a while. You know where are most people? You spoke about that interview they did with those born frees that who should be like twenty five yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Where are most of them now? What has our system been able to do for them? So. Um, they also need to look into the informal market. They need to develop people's skills. So, and that is where a, a, maybe a bit of growth might be achieved by more people having jobs who can spend more in the in the in the economy. But I think a party to to your point where you can see it actually now actually contribute to where the future of our country should be mm. and align that with what you want for yourself. So consider the community that you're in, what type of infrastructure is needed because with infrastructure investing, there's just more stimulation with these, these small economies. You can mm. see more traveling, you can see more delivery, you can see more economic activity and that's what our country needs now more than they never. Yeah, and going back to Kat's point, mm. uh, you're right. It's actually interesting the things that are happening, like going to the day of the election. Leading up to it. Yeah. I mean, like we saw what happened with the Itequini municipal yeah. workers. Yeah. I mean, like those are government workers, yeah. and we know the party that's ruling, like yeah. the party that's ruling in that area. Yeah. So, like, it says a lot. Yeah. It says a lot. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're not gonna fix your household. Like, how are we supposed to trust you? And for all these years, like, uh, to be out there, I'm not, like, my vote is a secret. In like, like after the show, yeah. I have to sit and be like, yo, there's think a lot of things to, lot to consider. Mm-hmm. And going back to the youth out there, I mean, like, we know how the votes normally work. Like, you get the older people, yeah. they're more gullible to what ANC has to say. <laughs> ANC has been telling I would them. Say that I, I think 
with them i think it's, it's, they it's, were they were present and active in the they saw society exactly they saw the, took them out they saw the Jesus. difference between yeah. but the thing is us the, the thing about us millennials <laughs> like us millennials we we can be a bit impatient at times yeah. so guys you guys as millennials i feel like it's important for us to consider everything and we need to make our like we need yeah. to be heard yeah. it's yeah. it's very the important the conversation is not it should be happening more mm. i think you know we should be able to have the chat because i think so many of us are apathetic to it i think we don't care as much about like and also maybe because you might feel like your vote isn't going to mean much mm. but in the bigger scheme of things it does and if we can have the chat about like what's happening in the different parts of the country mm. what developments are happening in the different parties you can start being aware and inform your decision um before you vote because we are now going to be the people actually in the economy and actually contributing and paying taxes that will hopefully go out and do the right things but guys this is a good chat yeah so let's wrap mm. it up yeah. i'd like to actually find out uh, mm. from each of you yeah. uh who do you think is, is taking these elections um so win how thing uh so for the for the premises of us being hot obviously we're knowledgeable about hoting and living mm-hmm. hoting yeah. so tell me provincially and nationally who's taking it provincially i think the the, the da again okay. um, in hoting in hoting um i definitely think so um because they largely they've used the western cape like i think the da has like used the western cape as like the leading marketing um like little thing to wave in front of us but also consider how fed up Gauteng citizens must be and i think what we saw in the last one was people speaking out and saying we don't want to take this from the nc anymore unless you feel like the nc has done enough no nah. yeah nationally 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 i think the nc was still can you tell me the percentages yeah the margins i yeah, think margins, yeah. it'll reduce i think maybe just over 50 just yeah. Just over 50. David? I don't see them going to 60. I see them going 55 and above. 55 and a above. Good yeah. 55 Nef- and above. Nationally, Nef- I see them going f- like a good 55 and 60 above. 60 though? Do you think 60? I doubt 60. 60. Yeah. Thing uh, is, you know, like going back to the opposition parties, like there's only been one opposition party that's been convincing okay. the young and vibrant youth like they've been convincing they've been very convincing um so but the other ones like if you see the issue with patricia delel mm. like they they their household Ooh, is not in we check. didn't we didn't touch on patricia yeah like, you guys know she has a new party called yeah, good yeah good yeah. um do you think She still has a voice that can still do something for the country. She will definitely have a voice. I mean like she she she, she does. I mean like we know mm. what she's about. She's she hasn't been the worst of leaders. I I don't know much about the whole saga with DA, but <laughs> like that as a party presented yes. them in a bad way. Okay. Yeah. So I don't your, your thoughts, I mean I know uh, we're running out of time now, mm. but your thoughts on Patricia Delille and Also your top 3. So overall. So on Patricia Delel, mm. um I don't think so obviously in Western Cape is pretty much where she'll get her most votes. Exactly. Well. Obviously as also having served as a mayor of the Western Cape. So of Cape Town that is. So um 
I don't think she would have a big impact necessarily. And if she does, the impact would be to the DA and not to the ANC. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so, so she would probably take like yes, the yes, voters yes. of okay. So that would be like on a provincial, but nationally, I I doubt. But in terms of um, whom I think would take the elections uh, in Gauteng, I would definitely okay. I think it's gonna be hung again. Mm. Um, where there will be some coalition yeah. government, yeah. then nationally still ANC and the margins. And I'm saying 55 ANC, and nationally I'm saying um, EFF. I'm expecting them to at least double. So they got like seven percent uh, previous national election. So I think fourteen percent, and I think even for themselves, I think it's it's. It's quite an achievement to double. It's a very big achievement. Eh? Mm. Wait, is that you years. placing them second? Um, yeah, I'm placing them second. So, mm. uh, no, no, I'm not placing them second. I'm placing them third. Sorry, my bad. So how? So then, okay. then what I think is that uh, with the DA, what's likely to happen is that the DA will either increase uh, will, uh, in terms of uh, National. the national, yeah, the voting numbers. I think that could potentially happen as well, and. Yeah, so but a large base, so both will be eating away from the from ANC. the ANC. Yeah. Okay, okay, um, I wouldn't finish with mine. Mm. Sorry to disturb you. <laughs> okay, I see ANC a good fifty-five to sixty, EFF a good ten. Okay. Um, then DA, the DA, I don't expect their votes to increase. They could decrease. You're still putting. You said EFF second. You're no, 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 no. Second. EFF. Still EFF is third. Still third again. Like um, considering how long they've been. Okay. Um, but DA, I, I see their votes going down. I mean, like they haven't, they haven't really been convincing, and like mm-hmm. they haven't been making a lot of noise like the other two. I mean, like even with ANT, we know they've been me- messing up. Like we know the yes. service delivery. Service delivery has been a thing. Corruption has been a thing, but you know. Like their marketing campaigns, like their political campaigns are, are they they working? But uh, DA is like a good a good eighteen okay. percent, ten EFF. You do know 18. they got above twenty last one. Right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. What it's EFF? DA, EFF. Uh, DA, EFF is going to be the outcome. Yeah. Um, percentage just doesn't move me much, but that's going to be. I think I expect the EFF's percentage to grow from what it was last time. So yeah. more seats in Parliament. Yeah. Uh, I think they've done enough, regardless of what we may feel. They've done enough to have a see some form of movement. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I think it's a good opportunity for us to see what more they can do. I think seeing the, what the DA will do outside of the Western Cape is something I'm going to pay close attention to because yeah. I think it's. It, it's not the most difficult thing to make look good, so yeah. it'd be nice to see. But yeah, those are our views. Yeah, those are our those views. Are our views. Those are our chats. Yeah, so just before yeah. we wrap it up, um, anything else you guys would like to like rant about, distress? I just want to say I'm a bit uh, depressed. Um, if, you, if you know of an Uber driver, this is the perfect time. If you're a lady, if you're a gent, or whatever, if you have a friend, like, they're going to get 500000 with a Uber IPO, each driver. Just for this reward. Yeah. So I'm kind of... I I'm should read it like, today. Eh? just at myself. So that, that's, that's me renting. I'm renting it myself. Like, I just missed out on... Because that potentially I could have paid off my car. 
Yeah, you saw the Dubai story. Yeah, I, I, I read up like high level, read about the IPO, but yeah. then the driver thing, I'll also have to read about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, it's actually driver, interesting. Globally. Wow. Yeah. Yep. What I want to rant about, what I'm upset about this week, I think I've received maybe three or four of those calls from the political parties. Um, <sighs> where you pick up your phone, hi, this is a, those things are. Uh, quite annoying, but I mean, I guess we in that political time. campaign. That's where political we're at campaign. Now. And you, you good? Yeah, I'm good. I don't have anything to rent about. I just have to tell the yes. guys, eighth of May, make your voice be heard. It's yes. important. We the future. We can't let things slide. I mean, like we we the future, man. Yes, it's up to us. We are, guys. Thank you for joining us in our show. Um, Ignoring millennials. Eighth of May. Chat about it. Join our platform. Follow us on all of our social media. We're good. We're out. We're out. Ciao. Ciao.